1: All right, let, let's get right to it. All right, welcome to another episode of the Ryan and Goodman Podcast. He's Bob Ryan, I'm Jeff Goodman, and uh, we thank you for subscribing, for listening, uh, wherever uh, you do either of those. And uh, after a week off of uh, Bob being up in Maine uh, and, and not having good cell service, or I don't know, up in Maine, you never know what you're going to get, you know, Bob. So we, we, we took the week off, yeah. and we're back at it again here
2: yeah, we are. It was, it was nice to get a week off, but it, it, it just accepted it rained every damn day, but the, we won't get into that. People don't yeah. want to hear my, about my problems. So th- let's, uh, we got, we have plenty on our table. We got plenty on our, 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 our plate as we see. Yeah. That.
1: Plenty, plenty in our plate. And uh, we're just talking off the air of, of, you know, how good it is to see the cities of Milwaukee and Phoenix kind of bask in something that they have waited for so long. I mean, it, it's been either mediocrity or, and, and mediocrity is being kind
2: well, at times really, to both you know, of those. Empathy cities. for both of them. Uh, first of all, you know, we should know that they came into the league together in 1968. And then a year later, and they had the predictable, you know, crappy season. And then a year later, uh, the, the, the fatal coin flip. And, and the coin flip was won by the Suns, I mean, the Bucks, and they got Lou Alcindor. And uh, the Suns got a consolation prize. Neil Walk, who actually had a decent career, but it was certainly far short of, of what one of the great players of all time was able to produce. OK, and then they went in the third year, his second year and their third year, they win 50 years ago. It's hard for me to grasp, you know, that it was 50 years ago, yeah. but it was. It was a half a century ago that they won. And then the Suns, uh, luck, you know, they stumbled into a finals in '76. No one saw it coming. The best team in basketball in 1975-76 were the Golden State Warriors. They screwed up. Okay, they were the best team, and they got beaten seven games by the Suns. I don't want to go too far into this, but Rick Barry famously pouted, and someone said, no, "I think Rick it was, Barry I pouted." I think Shocking. it was Al Adels who said it was hard to pass the ball to a man standing with his arms folded. <laughs> And they were the best team, Jeff. The Celtics were the beneficiaries of all this. They managed to beat the the uh, Suns and okay, that was. And then twenty seven years later, the Suns had an, a, a a real shot uh, against, but it was the it was the, the Bulls and the Michael Bulls. Michael's Bulls never lost the finals that they were in. And, and that was um, a
1: good Suns team, though.
2: It was a damn good team. Barkley was still very 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 viable. Uh, Paul Westfall coached them. And of course, he had been uh, one of the stars of the team in 76. Anyway, so they have a shared history. And here they collide in 2021. And what what I love to see, this crowds, that deer, what is it, what do they call it? Deer, yeah, fear of deer, the deer. Are,
1: fear of the deer.
2: I love it. And I love this crowds at Chase Stadium, Chase Field. And what I love, the, the youth, these are young people. Yeah this, if this is the future fandom of the NBA, God, that's wonderful. Because, you know, uh, the, the, you're seeing, the of these faces are young, 20 and 30 somethings or younger. And I, I think that's-, that's where the NBA is headed though. Yeah, I mean, we, we could well, see you gotta that. 30- you got to replenish the, the, the crop. You got to, you know, and, and, Thank God it's going to, I'm because I'm, there's been skepticism about this league, you know, and, and you know, the last year – I mean, the ratings were terrible. The, 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 you know, And the ratings are, are not what they were in the prime, peak, but they're much, much better. They're, they're, they're back to where they were two years ago. And, and this is with two teams that aren't top-of-the-line teams. These teams are – they're a pair of historical accident teams that are here. Whoever wins, they're going to have to listen to the whining in L.A. and, and Brooklyn. Right. And it's going to be some legitimacy to that whining – I By the guess, way, <laughs> I I
1: you know what, the more I've thought about that, the more I throw it all out the window because honestly, LeBron's 36. Like he wasn't going to be 100% at some point here. kawhi has been hurt before. Kyrie's always seemingly always hurt or KD or James Harden.
2: So, yeah, yeah there it, were a it, few injuries that were probably outliers right. because How, of the right. condensed game? a few games that the, those three played together in when it's kind of a moot point. Right. Anyway. I, I just I they're like... not historically great teams, but they are what we've got, and they're putting on a predictably. Uh, I, I mean, I'll be damn disappointed if it doesn't go seven. Oh, uh, I hope
1: it, it goes seven.
2: It deserves to go seven, right? And and, and I think it it is a very good chance it will hold. You know, holding serve. You know, so far. And the thing is that neither team's that great team that you, you expect them to win on the road. I mean, I'm not really. I don't think so. So it's going to be not with
1: these home court advantages too. Like these aren't your ordinary home court. Ad- these are like college atmospheres. I look yeah. at this on TV and I say to myself, Milwaukee could easily be. You know, you're <laughs> looking at Rupp Arena or something yeah. like that. So, I yeah, I, I really, to be honest, I, I like this matchup. I think it's a breath of fresh air for everybody that is not tired of seeing LeBron. I'll never be tired of watching LeBron James. Like oh, no, honestly, no. never. I, if, I love watching him. But Why? I, think
2: yeah, it's just nice to see a game to have some fresh faces. I think, right, and, right. and you know, and it's not like LeBron's coming back. And uh, no, I mean, I, it's, it's just like, I, I I I scoffed at that whole thing. You had to have LeBron. No, I mean, you don't have to have anybody. No, no, we have good fun. I mean who's not you're not enjoying I'm saying if you're a fan you're not enjoying Booker right. you're not you're not enjoying Giannis you're not enjoying Middleton come on Are you're not enjoying Aiton come on you can Chris you, Paul if I mean you, those are five Chris Paul if you profess yeah. to love basketball right right and then, then you you should be enjoying this you know
1: Giannis's block oh. in in game four Bob uh it, it wasn't at LeBron level to me on Iguodala it wasn't the stakes weren't quite as high. It wasn't quite as like, you know, chasing from behind. It was just different. That was high level, highest level block that I've seen in my They're lifetime. They're
2: different. I mean, uh, LeBron's was a straight chase down. Right. The only comparison I can give you, because uh, I know the one, Tayshaun Prince had the one. Yeah. You know, people know. Okay. You know, the, the most famous block in, in, our, in our history in, in this town that Bill Russell made in 57, that the people that saw it swear to that it's the best play they've ever seen in their life, including non Bob Kruse will tell you we've never seen a better play in his entire really? life than Russell. Russell, would, what happened, basically, I'll try and sympathize it in the Real Digest version, he had he had just run on a fast break and and scored and his momentum had taken him off the off the court. It was off the court. And they made a quick outlet pass to a, to a, an athletic, you know, a decent athlete named Jack Coleman, almost in mid court. And Russell put his head down and ran him down and blocked the shot at the other end in the last minute of the play. And what turned out in the seventh game of the finals in a one point game. So, I mean, that's, that's the context of that one. Okay. And of course the bronze was, you know, a very, very, very important game in a point, a point in the seventh point game. All right. a one point game. Now um, they're different. And the amazing thing, not the amazing, the most notable thing to me about uh, Giannis, Giannis is that he had to do two different things. He started off guarding, you know, head and booker head. And then he, then he had to rearrange, you know, re- yeah. readjust to do what he did and all this is split second thinking and athleticism that at his size, we have seldom, if ever seen, I don't know how many guys of that size could make a, you know, they can make the block, but the whole, the whole transfer of, 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 of energy and power and, 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 and what it took to get from point A to point B, in that time is something that not many people in the history of this game can even think about doing
1: and, and not on a 6-3 guard on DeAndre no, Ayton. On a, you know yeah
2: right so right. Was, and in and, and everything's context ultimately in judging them historically this was a two-point game with a minute and five or so to go okay so it's very important uh obviously the context of what LeBron did and in, in, in the finals was a little bit more heightened it was the seventh game all right fine all right so hey you know, no, no, there's no right, no wrong. Uh, but to me, there are different categories. And, yeah, and, incredible. We'll go. I'll give you the. I'll go. Plessy versus Ferguson, separate but equal. Fine, it's fine. With wait, 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 hey,
1: where does the, uh, the the Charles Smith block rank on your all time uh, <laughs> block? I mean, which one? was it? it?
2: Pippin? Who got him? Pip? Horace Morris Grant. Grant. Five different. Morris, times. Morris Grant. I mean, the, the one where he got blocked like five different times. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one that he'll never live down, and, and in certain areas, yeah. or, yes, that one. Yes, I had forgotten about that, but uh, yeah. yeah. it's so bad.
1: They're like, what were they down one? I think they were down one bad. with like a minute left.
2: I'm sure there's plenty of Nick fans who remind. Will we be able to oh, it was so bad. I'll
1: <laughs> never forget. I think I was watching that one with Alan Miller at WBZ. I was oh, right. for yeah, Channel yeah. Four watching yeah. that one and just uh, like in in disbelief of how many times a guy could get blocked on the same possession.
2: Alan's only neighbor lives the next town over.
1: Uh, great guy great guy one of the best one of the so, best.
2: all right so this is the, over that we're talking in the broad text so let you know we go back to game to game four and to me you know my my simple takeaway is this magic johnson framed it for us 35 years ago you get to a point in these games sometimes called win in time and when it got to be win in time milwaukee made the big plays and phoenix didn't that's all but in milwaukee But in
1: Milwaukee, in Phoenix, does that flip? I mean, now we're talking about a three-game series in which both teams have looked completely dominant at home. So can Milwaukee, Bob, can they steal one of these games on the road? Because obviously they look like two completely different teams.
2: Well, they can't. I mean, mean, I'm I'm – well, we're going to have to naturally. And and, and I, I just don't think we're talking true greatness here. We're talking the best of 2021, which right. is not true greatness uh, in, in a historical context. And and uh, but uh, um, so uh, you can log in with both yes. and say, the answer is
1: yes. That's they, your answer. And that's mine.
2: Phoenix my is an invincible team. I mean, you're right. The atmosphere is great. It's collegiate atmosphere. It's great. It's heartwarming to see that. I'm very enthused about that. But, the, the, you know, but they they, they can make mistakes. Oh, all right, let's get right to it. Booker Booker had forty two points. Booker was tremendous. Booker, but the, he missed a vital five minutes of the game because he picked up a fifth foul because no. he committed six and seven, which is a sorry. We do have to address this because yes. because it's it, it's 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 a serious issue that that uh, casts a bad light on the NBA.
1: Yeah, you got to call foul. fouls. I don't care how many fouls. fouls your stars have going into the last couple minutes. It was a clear foul, and like you said, multiple clear fouls. But then, then the one
2: on the baseline too. He, he had two. But the big when he wrapped him up, he wrapped him up. That's a foul. Period. I'm sorry. I don't Go care on. who does it. I don't care. You right. know me. I'm big on context. I, I think that a foul, a ticky tack foul in the fourth quarter is not worthy of calling right. if you, you want to That, that was no
1: ticky tack foul. If
2: you want to establish something early in the game, the referees, are, well, here's the way we're gonna play, fine. But you know, that all right, no, this is not falling that category. This comes in the this comes in the category of come on, you you you, you and you know what happened. And what happened was social media went crazy and it's conspiracy theorists all over the world went, went, went into full gear and, and, and high. And they should, because the, uh, it, this is cast a bad light in the NBA. It was a, it was a, and now then Jim did not Jim Capers jr. Admit they blew the call afterward, yeah. which is nice, but you know, it doesn't help. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they won the, not, game.
1: the good thing is they won the game. It's an embarrassing game. look. It's a bad look at, at the end of a game like that when it's so clear cut and everybody can see it and you know to me again you're right you, you've got to adjust how you officiate in the last couple um, minutes i
0: totally...
2: I'm a big but, fan of but there's a difference officiating is not all about showing you know every last jot and tittle of the rule book right there's a common sense factor that must be incorporated into officiating it's a it's a high level art form it's what it is and and yes and and the foundation of it is you do know the rules you know chapter and verse but uh, there are circumstances Well, well, this, this, however, did not fall into any of those categories. There's certain egregious levels of 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 criminality, you know, that this would this passed every test of that. It was a it was a heinous act, and it should have been punished. So, all right, we get Chris Middleton is
1: is the Batman to to Giannis, right? right? Right. Give me the best Batman. Robin, like who, who's the best oh. Robin? Who's the best Robin out there? That's what I was trying to say. Middleton. In now, or
2: historically, You're talking about now,
1: historically,
2: well, it sort of jumped to mind right away are Pippen yeah. to to Michael. Yeah, uh, Michael. You know, they don't win without Pippen. I mean, obviously, vice versa is true. But I mean, Pippin was such a versatile player, great defensive player. uh he, he had ball handling. You know, he had vision. Yeah, he, he was. A but I never looked Bob am I
1: wrong here? When I watched Scottie Pippen, I never thought, honestly, when I was watching him at the time, I was like, he's a great player, but like, is he one of the best ever? I never, ever watched him thinking that. Maybe I was young and I didn't put enough stock into defense that I do now, but but I just never watched him feeling like like Scottie Pippen was one of those greats that I was going to look back on and say, man, I was so fortunate to be able to watch him.
2: No, you don't. But 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 he made the vital contribution necessary to be this Batman to the to, to be the He fit well Batman. with Michael. He fit perfectly. Well. I got to tell you a funny thing uh, that uh, I would, for whatever it is worth, two things. Uh, I was told on the highest authority uh, yeah, of, of 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 knowledge that Scottie Pippen, when he was w- w- uh, playing, would walk around with glasses after uh, after the game. Yeah, which were clear frame.
1: So you read that, see him. you see him with
2: those glasses. He looks more. He looked mean. like the the intellectual. The second one is, and I was witness to this uh, multiple times, and in in the Monte Carlo and the week run up to the yeah. Olympics, um, at night everybody would go to the casino, and Scotty would never play at Michael's table. <laughs> Couldn't afford it. Couldn't afford it, Bob. Didn't want to be
1: overshadowed. I thought. Yeah. I don't think well. he would. So he had Mike not enough. Playing. He had not enough on the court. He didn't need he that on right. the He was going to play like Right.
2: So I, I just read it to those, into whatever you really want. Those two. All right, so
1: back to the original. Okay. Question. No, McHale and Bird. It's a, Better. You sorry. would say Mikhail, Mikhail, you would put over Pippen. Well, I'm saying
2: there's
1: a two. That come to mind right would away you put uh, McHale, would you put mikhail number one
2: that you've ever seen or would you put pippin ahead of mikhail uh, you know the problem is that neither one you know in both cases and with, you know larry doesn't win without kevin and 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 you know well, there's no way you know we can and, and or robert for that matter he actually he had two <laughs> right. but kevin more than anything but but no but robert Paris can't be left out of this discussion in terms of what he meant to that in fact they won i i know for a fact their w's and l's without him were, were uh uh, they they won more games without Bird and McHale than they did ever without Parrish, when, when he didn't play. By the way, uh, over that time. So anyway, there's i I'm trying to think. You know, but the Lakers it, it, worthy go that way. Yeah, do right, we worthy. James worthy. Yeah, but then you know, at what point do we declare who's Batman? You know, there was a transversion of, of, of transfer of, of, magic. of was magic a magic. Magic was Batman. All right, okay, but first, you know, with everybody had to pay homage to Kareem. Right, after. right. But then we know by 96, 97, right. it, was, it was Michaels, a Magic's team. Yeah. You know, and Kareem was the – so, yeah, Worthy, you know. Wasn't it Worthy me. close?
1: You don't think – like, Worthy to me – I don't right. think Worthy was that far off from Pippen. Maybe I'm crazy. Oh, oh,
2: no. I You know, they're both in that, you know, 45 to 55 range of top 50, I think. You and know? where's Mikhail? Well, I think he doesn't get enough credit.
1: You think he's more in the 30 – you think he's yeah, more I, in the I, 30 I, to 40 I, range? I
2: think, and I'll tell you who's the president of the McHale fan club is Charles Barkley.
1: Yeah. And well, he about, yeah, because he couldn't guard him,
2: fucked him you know, Barkley always felt that he was a bigger problem for them than Bird yeah. for him, and 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 the teams. But um, McHale, and we've never seen anything like McHale since he retired. He took that game home with him. Yeah. <laughs> he took yeah. it. He took it and locked it in the closet, <laughs> and, and and nobody's nobody's played the game like him. That's 28 years ago.
0: This episode of the Ryan and Goodman podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn. Today, many small business owners are busier than ever because they are focused on managing and growing their business. They can't always spend the time that they wish they could on recruiting. That's why LinkedIn jobs has made it easier to find and hire the best candidates for free. Get started by posting your job for free to reach LinkedIn's network of 740 million professionals. Fill out targeted screening questions and get your role in front of the most qualified candidates with the experience, skills, and motivation that you need. Then, it's easy to filter and prioritize the top candidates you'd like to interview. LinkedIn Jobs will help you hire the right person for your role. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your first job for free at linkedin.com/scribe. That's linkedin.com/scribe to post your first job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Let's find get, get it back
1: to Chris Middleton. Let's let's flip it back here. Chris Middleton. Well, he's shown so, he can do I, it. I love him. I absolutely Bob. I love this guy because you know what his story from day one, I think he's from Charleston, South Carolina, went to Texas A&M. Nobody cared. He was, you know, underrated. Yeah. Ghost AM. A&M second rounder when he comes out of school and nobody's nobody cares again he's not even supposed to stay in the NBA he and, and I love I, I think his game is really fun to watch I mean that mid-range game he's smooth he doesn't need space he finds a way using angles and you know what else Bob he never says a word he just plays ball like in an era where everybody wants to bitch moan complain to the refs and everybody.
2: What? Chris Middleton. He is a throwback, That's a, a complete one. throwback. Well, when he, you know, in the beginning, the only thing that the reason he got my attention was spelling of his name. <laughs> I'm serious. In the beginning, first couple of years, I can't tell you a thing about him. You know, I'm paying attention to him. He's, he's made himself into this kind of a high, high level player and an, and an Olympian, you know, and uh, um, yeah. Um, no, it, it's, he's, he's, well, he's had multiple 40 point games. So we've we got to give him his due. And, you know, but, and both he and, and Booker have had their off nights. You know, we know that. And, and uh, shooting wise and, you know, the old make miss league thing, you know, we, but we always expect them in a given night to, to be good. And, and and generally speaking, they are.
1: I think with Middleton too, the added bonus is again, you've got a star in Giannis who you can't always put the ball in his hands in the final couple of minutes. So you're seeing right, Middleton right. take yeah. on that kind of Batman role when it matters most at yeah. times. And, and that, you know, to me again, the other night, he, he was tremendous. Uh, one no, it was,
2: it was, it was a big basket of the big basket. I mean, he kept. You know, at the end of the third quarter, Booker had thirty eight out of eighty two, <laughs> and he had uh, whatever he had. But he had he had a big fourth quarter and making the big buckets. Uh, although our our podcast guest made a real real big one, two big ones. Our, he had a he yeah. had a follow.
1: He had a follow in the lane. With about four or five minutes left, Pat Connaughton and then hit that huge three. After, yeah, that was the go-ahead basket after airballing one earlier on in the, yeah, in in the, the series. Wide left.
2: Why it was, it was
1: really wide left? It was, yeah, it was. But, uh, but that
2: was a huge basket. And by the way, he is a. The more you see him, yeah. you should appreciate. You know, he's he's not a great player, but he's a well-rounded player. He, he knows he, what he is. He guards your he guards your ass off. He he uh, he can he can see him, you know not make it a creative pass he can make the right pass right? yeah and they put him on i mean but put him on uh chris paul so a lot. um he said he's a, he's a he, he got my best supporting actor the tonight. night he yep. got to work for
1: that no he's been very 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 underrated. all right so uh who are you you know I, I, we do this every week with where we're at now we've only got one series left three games left
2: who are you going with now I'm going to stick. I don't. I don't want to jump off. I'll stick with the Suns. Yeah. You know that. Uh, I, I, I. I. But one thing at my eye, this big X factor is, of course, Paul is starting to be. Get, everybody's talking about. You know, it is, is, is what is it? Why suddenly the turnovers? You know, after being, you know, being so careful with the ball and the the, the entire playoffs, and suddenly he's got to be five and and that was get a night bad one. He touched all the bases of different types of turnovers too passing to nobody and then that last one was utterly inexplicable because that was a total unforced error that 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 dribbling the ball uh, left or right into the lane and just losing it without you know anybody really harassing him and unduly i don't think so am i wrong about nobody that?
1: no he just it looked like he, he leaned the wrong way and then Giannis. And,
2: You know, it's it's so you know, something is a little down you know, here it's a guy that's given us a 37 point game a 41 point game uh so i'm not bailing on him either you know but he's got to obviously he's got as, as share said, he's got to snap out of it, all right? And so that's that. And then Booker, i just say one thing, one little yeah, but about Booker. Get smarter on defense. He, he's he, never been a great defender, Bob. He's gotten better. He's never been about trouble to start with because he commits bad fouls. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, too, the other thing, you know, normally we talk about, well, one team has a major advantage here. We're going to the final three games. They've been there before, right? They've been there. Well, we can't say that. Nobody's been there before, other
2: than Jay Crowder. You, you know, you're, you're right. No, it's that's, that's the fun of the fun. I'm going to give you a guy that it wouldn't surprise me if he if he gets 20 points, uh, to, you know, Saturday night, right? Yeah. And that would be Cameron Payne. He has turned out to be a wild card. He is the Joker in the deck, folks. Yeah. I mean, think about what he did when they didn't have Chris Paul at that. Uh, that was time. Terrific. He saved he it. Has, he has bursts, and he the stuff he can do. He he can do things. He can make it three, and he can go to that basket. And he's got that, got that you know, uh, high off the glass. You know, to get the ball over anybody thing going yep. down. He's figured it. He he now or or he can go for ten. I mean, he's not a great player, but he's an interesting player, and 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 potentially a very useful player. I expect in one of the remaining games him to play a prominent role.
1: All right, so you mentioned we talked about Chris Middleton. He's one of the three players that is going to join the Olympic team uh, once this series is over or expected to join, hopefully join, because oh Lord knows they, they need all the help they can get right now. So Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Devin Booker are all supposed to yes. uh, join the team before they go to Tokyo. Um, this team has lost two exhibition games to Nigeria, to Australia. They, they, they rallied. They bounced back and, and beat Argentina in a huge game. Because if they had gone zero for three, I think the the, the sky would have been falling on this group. Uh, Greg Popovich is going at uh, reporters that question. <laughs> God forbid they question Greg Popovich, right? You, I know. I, I'm so. I said it uh, on on NBC Boston last week. I'm so tired of his shtick. I'm so tired of it, Bob. I have so much respect for him as a coach. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just. I'm past it. I'm almost like, you know what? It's time. It's time, Pop. Go retire. Um, You know, like, take some accountability. Take some accountability at this point. I know, and I'm the first one to say it's exhibition games. Nobody is going to care if they win gold, what happened in these two losses. However, don't snap
2: at a reporter for asking a legitimate question. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I want to like Pop, and I've always admired Pop, and and, then uh, and, and, you know, but you're right. It's, it's not necessary. Come on. You should be above that. You know, it, it was, it was kind of funny for a while, you know, right. and the whole thing with Doris Burke and uh, and she was great about it and everything, uh, but no, no, this is no, I mean, because it, it just looks petty. He lost. And you, you know, I'm sorry, you, you, man up, come on, you know, be a, be a leader, be a, you know, I, 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 I don't figure know. out how to get these guys to move the basketball, Bob. That's, yeah, that's what right. you should that's be worried right. about. And, yeah. It's, you can't be going, on you know, now that uh, what, Interesting thing when I listen, losing to Australia is not a horrible disgrace. You know, in, 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 in the context, I'm looking at their roster. They got. I thought they had a little more. You know, for so people don't know, the NBA players they have are Joe Ingles, uh, Matthew Della Vadova, and Aaron Baines, and they got <laughs> and they got Jock Landale, who the college fans will remember.
0: I
1: love Jock Landale.
2: <laughs> okay, but it shouldn't be enough. You know um, the Nigeria supposedly had seven NBA players, not that anybody could name any of them.
1: The thing about I didn't know, I didn't know six of them were even in the
2: league. No. The, the, the thing about Nigeria historically, I can tell you from my you know, international experience I'm calling on now, is that there's been raw talent, particularly with big men over the years, and you know, including the greatest non American of all time, you know, which was a larger one. But there's been um, uh, raw talent, but coaching was lacking. And now they have, a, they have a legitimate American coach in Mike Brown, God. and Mike Brown's got two sixty wins on his resume and, and, and a Coach of the Year, and so he's a legitimate coach, and um, they've got that going for him. But they shouldn't be beating America under any circumstances. That one, but that was the first game, and was, you know, and all the excuses about we haven't played together, blah 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 blah. You should be better than that, um, you know. So I'm, I'm looking at the, our, our roster, uh, you know, it, it, it's. Durant Jeremy Grant, Draymond, who's now how old is Draymond? Bam, right? Bam's in his prime. Kevin Love, you want to talk about that? Why he's uh, on the
1: team. Oh uh you know what Jalen Rose was right on that one. I know a lot of people were killing him. I don't know if you saw his comments, but okay. his comments were basically the only reason Kevin Love's on this team is because he's white. He's right. He's right. Kevin Love's been, he's also been in the USA system since he's been 14 oh, years old. He but,
2: to, still, we shouldn't need on. Kevin Love. You know what I'm saying? And quote unquote, we shouldn't need Kevin Love. I would rather have um, any college
1: kid. I, I'd rather throw a Chet Holmgren over there to learn mm. than Kevin Love because Kevin Love is not going to play. He's not going to play anyway. So I would rather throw a young kid over there who, who, who's you know coming in, the, or throw Julius Randall in there. How do we not get Julius Randall? Yeah, with the year he had, put him in there. At least he will give you some. Talking. No,
2: it's just, it's a very disturbing, uh, curious. Uh, 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 the backcourt is Lillard, Drew, uh, Middleton, and Booker. You know, I'm happy with that. But that should be fine. I mean, and and then we got I got him in midsize. You know, uh, Zach Levine. I mean, it, it, you know, we got Zach Levine. Yeah. That's our team, folks. Uh, you
1: know, and and, and in that group that's over there now, who makes anybody better? Give me one player who consistently makes anybody better that is over there right now. And even realistically, like I like Drew. A lot. He, he's your best chance because he guards and he's actually a point guard. But Dame Lillard isn't making people better.
2: Well, you know, all right, we're gonna to have to win despite that. <laughs> right. You're gonna to have to yeah, just a, outscore people. Here's a team. The the team the country with the most NBA, you know, juice yeah. uh, is France. And they, they can offer up Batum, Fournier, uh Nilikana. I, I never can pronounce his name right. Um, yeah, the, the, and
1: the China, one king. really,
2: really high-level player, Rudy Gobert. Yep, yep. and and Yabaselli, Gav, who's proven he can't play.
1: Oh, come on, come on! The, the, the Denny special,
2: yeah. But you know that's uh, that, that that you know that, that's NBA. I could see them you know having a big game and, and being in the game, and, and you know with eight minutes to go, and you know now and then. Spain, who of course we was our big uh, threat the last two times out, the Gasol brothers are still hanging around.
1: <laughs> yeah, not playing a whole lot, but, but they're still making money. House
2: know, forty, yeah. and Marcus, you know, and, and and they got Rudy Fernandez, they got Ricky Rubio, and they got uh, uh, Hernan Hernan Gomez and William Hernan Gomez. Uh,
1: are you are you worried? Like, talks- how concerned are you that the the, the this is going to be a Because catap- if they don't win gold, they oh. are going to be.
2: Oh, of so many jokes! I can't see us losing today. I, I'm looking at these rosters. That's why I dug up these rosters. Yeah. Who, my country? You know, my, what country is stacked enough the way France, the way Spain was, to give us a, a, a you know two great games? So, and both Beijing and London, it was like three minutes to go. The game, man, the game ain't over, folks. We're, we're we got to hump to win this game. And I, do you think that French roster should uh, the roster should be able to do it? I. Do you think no. that Australian roster should, should be able should. to do it? And if we're playing our right way, I I will be mortified.
1: Frankly, I just I mean, feel like you're bringing in like Booker and Middleton, two guys who can score. We know at a high level. Like, do you need that? I mean, we,
2: you got Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Jason. Well, Tinkin. you know, it's nice, but you want you know, it doesn't mean it would mean Durant wouldn't have to play 38 minutes. That's all you know. Um, just duplicate. Like it's a 40 minute game, so you know you know who should be on this team. You know who should
1: be in this team. Honestly, he'd be perfect for this group. Mike Conley. Oh, he'd be perfect. Put him out there for thirty minutes with four scores. There's yeah. nobody better than Mike Conley. Now, again, he's not like the level of defender Drew Holiday is. So either one of those guys, but Con- Conley's just like pass first, like just a great team guy. Doesn't need you know to score. So, like, I, I would have been happy with your holiday Mike Conley point guards.
2: That's all right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, you're right. I can't argue that. I can't argue that. I like, I like the idea. Because
1: the it, team is just so full of scorers. You don't need a scorer necessarily like Damian Lillard with the ball in his hands all the time. Dribble, dribble, dribble.
2: That's true. And, and um, well, so we're going to see with uh, the uh, – and how about our boy Tatum? How's he, how do you see him fitting
1: into this group? I mean, again, listen, I think the expectations for him, you know, like Pop, I think was trying to be like he's the face of – he's not yet the – Kevin Durant's still on this team. Oh, yeah. Like until Kevin Durant leaves his team, <laughs> yeah. he's the face of it. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Let, let's not try to make Jason Tatum into something he's not yet. Now, again, in four years, yes, Jason Tatum I think will be the face – of 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 Team USA in four years, he's not there yet.
2: Now I just think thinking out loud here in my, as we're speaking. I I haven't fully explored what the possibilities are for some of those middle Europe, Eastern European teams. You know, yeah. obviously Jokic is going to be there, but how much else that they have? Slovenia, I you know I can't imagine they got too much depth. You know, although on, on once upon a time, you know, back in the old days, you know, Croatia, and Serbia. Very, particularly Lithuania who are, are falling down. They're not even there, I don't believe. I know. Um, you know, but they, you know, they beat us, you know, and they, 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 and they first of all, in Sydney, they got, almost got job that we, we lucked out and then oh, they right. did beat yep. us. And, you know, but, um, and of course, I got to throw this one out there. I don't know if you've ever thought about, it. but in terms of the dream team, my, always, my thesis always was that if there was, if the Yugoslavia, before the breakup of the country, the team that they had, if we were, they were playing a dream team in a best of seven, and it was game three, down 0-2, going back home to either Zagreb or, or or Belgrade with the raucous crowd and a little home cooking, could they have pulled it off? And I, uh, I'll go to my grave thinking, yes. Who did they have?
1: Who did they, they
2: have? They had Kukoc. Uh, 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 What's his name? Um, the great, the great shooter, Drazen.
1: Um, Drazen.
2: Drazen Peptovic. Yeah. They had uh, uh, Dino Raja, who's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. They had uh, oh oh uh, the uh, the San Antonio guy uh, the, the, with the funky dribble. Um, anyway, they had they had enough player. Oh, yeah. shooters, they they had that was a good team. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. just all I'm saying. All right, I'm just that's I utterly had nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Oh, I want to throw one other thing out there right. was on the topic of I'm watching the game for. And I'm watching uh, uh, Giannis on one of his perambulations to the hoop. And I see him go hop, skipping and jumping like, uh, you know, like an uh, Olympic, uh, you know, uh, uh, event. And I'm writing down and here's what I write down. A euro step is one thing, but a euro stroll was quite another And I'm thinking of the song by The Diamonds. Come,
1: let's stroll, stroll across the. It's top. hard to tell sometimes with these
2: Eurosteps. It was a, hilariously, and it wasn't called. You know, he took a stroll, not a, not a step.
1: <laughs> That's the worst. It's
2: out of control. It really is the Eurostep thing. It's out of control. And, yeah, it's and it's you go in, give him that advantage. Right. He's
1: so long. Oh, my right. God. He'd go from half court. <laughs> yes. He'd go from half court and and keep your eye
2: open. Look off. for a stroll as, somewhere down the road here, in, which we left in this series.
1: <laughs> All right, let, let's. We let's got end with the um with the the lightning rod that is Ben Simmons. Yeah. Uh, he is now, uh, according to Sham Sharania, on the block, which is no surprise because after any of us watched the postseason this past year with Philly, you know. Doc Rivers, take him out of the games. In, in key spots, he's on the bench because he can't be in the game because he can't shoot free throws. And mentally, he's just distraught. You can you can tell, even though you can't see it on his face necessarily, that he doesn't want the ball in his hands at the end of the game because, again, he doesn't have any confidence in shooting the ball from the line, never shoots from the three. Um, I've known him a long time, Bob. I've known him a long time. In fact, I spent the day with him his first game at LSU, I flew in and did something for ESPN and spent the, I had already known him. I broke his commitment to LSU when he was like a sophomore. And uh, so I had known him for a while and literally spent like hours with him on, on his first game. And he's a really likable kid. He really is. He's got some, some shit to him and, and a little bit of arrogance and whatnot, a little bit different than everybody else. People killed him because, you know, they weren't good at LSU and, He didn't care about school and, but, but he always kind of, he would tell me, listen, I didn't come over here to play college basketball. I came over here. I grew up wanting to play in the NBA. I never grew up wanting to play college basketball. So that's number one. Um, Number two, it really surprises me that Ben Simmons hasn't taken some of the naysayers and said, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to work on my three point shot. And, and instead It's almost like he's fought it and said, You guys can tell me and say it all you want. I'm going to do what I want to do. And what I do best is go to the basket and make people better and defend at a high level. And he does everything other than shoot the basketball. Now, again, that might have been okay in the 70s or 80s. It's a lot harder to do right now with the way the game is played. If you can't shoot the ball, you're not, to me, you can't be one of the top 10 probably even 20 players in the NBA.
2: My simple question is Ben, and I, I understand everything you're saying, is that what is the market value? Who wants, and, and, and that's A, and B, when you get them, does somebody say, okay, Ben, you know, or, or before you get them, do you have a, are you able to talk with them, you know, and, and get it straightened out before you pull the trigger? Okay, you know, you know what I've been saying for, for two years, like, he should be locked in the gym for three hours a day all summer with armed guards outside, you know, to make sure he doesn't leave. And a big and- knock
1: on him, Bob, the big knock on him is that he doesn't work hard enough in the gym. That that's always the big knock. If you talk to people around the Sixers organization, nobody will say it publicly, but it's that he doesn't work hard enough. He's not in there all the time. And, you know, you got to be in there and then you got to work on it. Also, even if you're in the gym all the time, you got to do it on the court. You know, when, when the games are going on as well, and, and you got to be, you got to be prodded in, Brett Brown would say it, but you wonder, like, how much he was telling Ben. Like, obviously he wasn't because he should have been telling him, like, no, no, you have to shoot the three today. You have to shoot it. when Because, I mean, again, he's getting uncontested look after uncontested look. It's not like, he you know, Marcus Smart, right? Like, Marcus Smart is sometimes unbearable to watch shooting threes because he'll take threes with guys in his face. And you're like, what are you doing? Ben Simmons, he'll never have. It's like it's like a one and no workout. Nobody's out there guarding
2: him. No, no, no. I don't know how you get this far, you know. Right, and, and uh, really, unless, but you're right. He's so good at other aspects, you know. I, I, and and at, and at that size, the, the 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 defensive capability is is you know obviously attractive to coaches naturally. Uh, I understand that, yep. but it's not just the three; it's the free throw thing. You know, you can be. I'm, I'm thinking about guys. Uh Brooke Lopez, who did you know it wasn't when he started out, it was a, he didn't take any threes. He was an old-fashioned low post center, but he was also a good free throw shooter. I'm just saying. And then he's made himself into a, a Al Hortford.
1: Al Hortford's a great example of that, right? Okay. Like was a mid-range guy, good free throw shooter, probably in the in the mid seventies. And then what did he do? The game changed. So Al Hortford changed. He adapted. Ben Simmons, we're not even asking you to adapt. We're asking you to honestly get in the gym, work, and then take those shots.
2: But this is a, a, a rarity. I won't say it's unique because I'm sure someone – I'll think of somebody that may be remotely comparable. But a guard you have to take out of the game at, and, and yeah. at the most crucial moments is, is something we're not used to. We're used to – you know, we all live – we live with Shaq. We live with uh, others. But, uh, and we, you know, but now a uh, uh, guard, you're, you're – right you know, should never be point guard point guard should never be can't I mean you
1: can't you need your point guard in the game more than anybody else so no and have to take him off the court yeah I you know it's funny I almost feel like a change of scenery like yeah but like Markel Fultz right like Ben Simmons just needs a change of scenery a fresh start uh but but what I will say is Ben Simmons has to go to the right place to be effective. He's got to go somewhere that he's got three guys who can really, at least three, if not four, that can really shoot the ball. You can't put him on a team with, with you know, Zion, for instance. You can't, you can't trade him to New Orleans because the spacing just doesn't work with, with Zion Williamson and him or something like that. You, you know, P.J. like, you've got to have the right guys around him.
2: Well, that's why I'm curious is what the market value is and what the, what the audience is for him. Well, it'll be very fascinating to see. I mean, yeah. I absolutely. But it,
1: Yeah, we'll see that. I mean, I don't know how, how long this thing will drag on. I don't think Billy's in any major rush, but we're getting down to draft less than two weeks away now and then free agency. So we could be talking about Ben Simmons having a different uniform within the next month uh, at this point. So we'll see. Um, come back again next week. We'll, 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 have a uh, NBA finals wrap up edition and we'll start to talk draft Bob. I want you to do, you know, your draft uh, due diligence here Uh-oh. in the next week. And uh, <laughs> we'll talk about the top four of the draft clear as day. In my opinion, clear as day. I don't know how it's going to shake out other than the fact that what I do know, Kate Cunningham will be the number one pick of the Detroit okay. Pistons, but we'll run through it next week. Okay. A full kind of draft breakdown. Uh, the guys that you gotta know about the underrated guys, the ones that are rising up the the draft boards uh, and, and we'll talk about that next week. but thanks for joining us another episode of the Ryan and, and Goodman podcast in the books. go ahead, Bob. Just remember watch for the stroll. Watch for the stroll because it gets <laughs> you know it's a bigger and bigger stroll it seemingly uh, every 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 game, every series every year. <laughs>